Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. I'm so glad you've joined me. I'm so honored that the nations are here each and every day. We're a family of believers. Prayer is the universal language. Amen. If you're in South Florida or you've come through South Florida, would you stop by and visit me? Will you come by and say hello? If you're in South Florida, you want to be in a church that's alive. They call this the evangelist graveyard, South Florida, because nobody comes down here anymore. seems like a lot of churches are very controlling and shut out the Holy Ghost, but we have a tabernacle. We're a house of prayer and a church. The Holy Ghost never leaves Awakening House of Prayer. So we'd like you to come experience that prophetic atmosphere. T- Sunday morning, 1047, Sunday afternoon, 1.30 p.m., two entirely different messages, two different prophetic worship encounters. We're praying for you, laying hands on you, casting devils out, prophesying over people every Sunday at Awakening House of Prayer. Come on over and see me. If you're not in South Florida, check it out online for service. Ahop.online, you become an official Web Church member. If you need that pastoral covering, someone to give you some advice, pray for you. It's virtual, virtual life group. Last night, wow, Zoom just conked out, would not start, nobody could hear each other. The devil is a liar, and so is his mother in law. Amen. Awakening Prayer Hubs, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. Greatest rewards ever. Waiting for the intercessors who lay their lives down like Christ did for the church. Amen. God is good. I am wanting to remind you of one thing and one thing only this morning. Our second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We have tons of courses over there at schoolofthespirit.tv and I have a special gift code for you. It's called Mornings. The code is Mornings. You can tap into the new series, Activating the Nine Gifts of the Spirit, Developing Spiritual Discernment, School of the Prophetic, School of Deliverance, School of the Apostles, 
I mean to tell you, there's so many schools and classes and courses and webinars and intensives over there. You're going to get equipped. That has anything to do with me. You're going to get equipped in the deeper things of God. Go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv and check that out. Amen. God is good. Today's devotion is from my first ever devotional. It came out about eight years ago. Can't believe it. Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, listen, remain stable as seasons change. Remain stable as seasons change. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Seasons never last. <laughs> They are turbulency. There are turbulent seasons and seasons in which you feel as if you're on top of the world. The key word is stability. Whether a new season brings increase or challenges, rely on me to help you remain stable and vigilant. The enemy is always roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone he may devour. But Jesus has already delivered you from the mouth of the lion. Yay! Come on, I want to read that part again. The Lord says, Jesus has already delivered you from the mouth of the lion. Come on, I like that. Jesus has already delivered you from the mouth of the lion. So stand strong and rejoice as your season shifts. Victory belongs to you, says the spirit of the living God. Come on. Ecclesiastes, come on, that's a good word. I don't care where you're from. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. Uh, 2 Timothy 4, 17. And Psalm 139, verse 16. Now the prayer starter from the devotional. Come on, pray it with me. Teach me how to remain constant no matter what the season. Show me how to walk through each season of my life with the wisdom and stability that will speak to those who don't yet know Jesus. Give me a keen spirit to avoid the snares of the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you this morning that you are a victorious God. We exalt the glorious, victorious warrior God. We lift up that name of Jesus, the name that never fails, the word made flesh, the captain of the hosts, Yeshua, Messiah, the friend who sticks closer than a brother, the one who came to serve, to lay down his life in intercession, to lay down his life to pay the price for our sin. Father, we thank you for what you've done, for what you did at Calvary, for what you're doing in our lives even now. Even when we can't see what you're doing, we can't discern it. We don't recognize it. By faith, we know that you are working behind the scenes. We don't have to see you to believe you. We're not going to be like doubting Thomas. We're going to believe that your word is true. And Romans 8, 28 is true. And Genesis 50, 20 is true. You are working all things together for the good to those who love you and are called according to your purposes. And we claim that promise. We're going to camp out right there on that word. Because we do love you. And we know that you have a future and a hope for us. 
We know that we have a calling and a purpose in your kingdom. And we're not going to let any life trial or any demon power knock us off course. We say no. We're going to stand steady. We're going to stand stable. We're going to stand ready for whatever comes next because we know that your blessings will always chase us down and overtake us. And your mercies, they're not just new every morning, but your goodness and mercy mark our life even when we blow it, even when we misstep, even when we misfire, even despite all of our mistakes. You are with us. You will never leave us or forsake us. And you are working all things together for the good because we love you. (laughs) We can only love you because you first loved us. You wooed us into your kingdom. You marked us for salvation. We owe everything to you, God. Everything to you. We owe everything to you. We owe everything to you. We owe everything. Our very lives is all yours. You bought us with a price, the price of your blood. You paid for us. You redeemed us. You justified us. You made us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we know and we are convinced. Come on. We know and we are convinced that Romans 8 and 28 is true, that you are working all things together for the good. You're working it out. You're behind the scenes. You're rearranging things. You're reordering things. You're restructuring things. You're reconstructing things. We're going to stand on that word. We're going to camp there in this season. We know that you're doing it. You're not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should change your mind. We're so grateful that you didn't change your mind about us. You have not changed your mind about our future, our hope, our destiny, our calling. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. You didn't change your mind just because we screwed up. You didn't change your mind because we screwed up a hundred times. You are there waiting for us to come back to you in faith, boldly, going to the throne of God to find grace and obtain mercy to help in time of need, no matter how many mistakes we've made, no matter how many times the enemy has gotten one over on us, no matter how many times people have betrayed our confidence and betrayed our hearts, no matter how many times we've fallen and we just don't feel like we can get back up again, you reach down. Your arm is not too short that you can't reach down and deliver. Your hand is still mighty. You're a strong God. You're able to lift us up from the deepest pit of despair, the deepest pit of depression, the deepest pit of demonization. You're able to set us free from every tie that binds. You're able to restore and reconcile every relationship that is God-ordained. You're able to deliver us from every relationship that is just merely an assignment on our lives to distract us from your heart. Romans 8 and 28 is true. It is true. It is true. It is true. We will stand on that word. Come hell or high water, no matter how long it takes, no matter how long we have to wait, we will not lose hope because everyone who puts their hope in you, they shall never be put to shame. We will get what we expect. Hope deferred may have made our hearts sick, but we're shaking off that heart sickness. We're shaking off that disappointment. Come on. We're shaking off that fear of getting up only to be knocked down again. We're shaking off that depression. We're shaking off that that malaise, that, that condemnation. We're shaking it off. 
Come on, we're shaking off that guilt and we're shaking off the shame. We're, we're shaking off the procrastination and the perfection. We're shaking these things off. We're shaking off the snake. We're shaking it off. We're shaking the dust off our feet from the past season. We're shaking it off. We're just shaking it off. It doesn't belong to us. It doesn't exist anymore. The divorce is over. The death is over. We're not going to live in the past, in the grief of the past, in the pain of the past. Not even in the victories of the past because there's new victories. There's new songs to sing. There's new wars to win. There's new breakthroughs to celebrate. Paul said, I don't pretend like I've got it all together. I haven't attained it yet. I haven't arrived. But this one thing I do, I leave the past behind and I look forward to the high calling to get the prize. So, Father, we're not going to look back anymore. We're shaking it off and we're coming up higher. We're not going to look back anymore at what the devil did, how he ruined our marriage, how he turned our kids against us. How he, 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 he caused people to be inspired to lie and cheat and steal from us. We're not going to look at that anymore. We're going to look at our beautiful Savior because you are indeed beautiful. You are indeed a beautiful God. You are indeed a truth-telling God. You are indeed a delivering God, a healing God, a loving God, a merciful God. An uplifting God. So we lift up your name. Because Romans 8 and 28 is true. You are working it out. Father, help us to give you that time to work it out. Not to be so impatient that we get ourselves in a tizzy. Not to be so impatient that we lose faith. We lose heart. Not to be so impatient that we, we just give up and say, well, I guess it's not true. I guess God's not going to do it for me. God is no respecter of persons. And we thank you that you don't play favorites. It's true for me. It's true for you. It's true for one. It's true for all. Romans 8 and 28 is true. No matter what we've been through, we can count on that. We can bank on that. We can stand on that. So, Father, help us to wait with an expectant heart. Genesis 50, 20 is true. What the enemy meant for harm, God will turn for good. The payback is going to be spectacular. The restoration is going to be miraculous. The reconciliation is going to make headlines in the spirit. God is on the move. And the devil is on the run. I said, there's a devil on the loose, but God is on the move. And the devil's on the run. Come on, somebody write that down. I said, there's a devil on the loose. He's been seeking to steal, kill, and destroy. He got a few lumps in. He may have knocked some of you down. You may have wanted to stay down. But God is on the move. And he's going to help you get back up again. He's going to give you the strategy to go back into the devil's camp and take back what it was stolen from you. And when you get up, the devil will flee. When you submit yourself to God and resist him, the devil will flee. When you bind the strong man, you can take back the spoils. So, Father, help us to stand strong in our faith. And when we've done all we can do to stand. Help us to stand strong in our faith, God. Help us, Lord. 
Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, not to grow weary in the waiting, not to grow impatient in the struggle, not to grow. Ah, Jesus. I see that, Lord. Somebody out there is just on the verge of giving up. But the Lord would say to you, just hang on to me. If you can't hang on to the dream, just hang on to me because I can restore the dream. If you can't hang on to the, oh, Jesus, I see that. If you can't hang on to the hope, just hang on to me because I am your anchor and I will keep you steady and I will keep you stable. It's not about advancing at breakneck speed right now, says the Lord. Give yourself a break. Let yourself rest in my spirit. Let me restore your soul. Let me bring peace and calming to your heart. Let me just take care of you, says the Lord. It's not about running the race faster than the rest. Sometimes it's about allowing me to do something within you so that you can rise again and make up for lost time. The Lord would say to you today that looks like you're losing. It looks like you're falling behind. It looks like you're trailing, but the Lord says, don't look at the outward circumstances, but listen to me and listen to my heart because you will make up for lost time. If you let me refresh you, I will put my wind at your back and you will catch up. You will see that I am the redeemer of time, says the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Help us, Lord, to hang on to you. Help us, Lord, to rest in you. Help us, Lord, to stop trying to keep on going when it's clear that we're bleeding out. Help us, Lord, to continue to stand on your word. Even if we can't run, we can stand. And if we can't stand, help us, Lord, just to sit in Christ because that is our position. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So help us, Lord, if we can't run, help us us just to stand. If we can't stand, help us to sit, but we're not giving up. We're not giving up. We're not giving up today. We're not giving up on you. We're not giving up on the dream that you gave us. We're just, we're just going to rest. We're just going to catch our breath. Come on. There's so many of you out there. This is for you. You just need to catch your breath. You just need to catch your breath. Listen to me. You just need to catch your breath. You just need to catch your breath. You just need to catch your breath. You're just out of breath. You're out of gas. You're out of steam. Just rest with God. Listen, there is revelation in rest. That's where you're going to get the battle plan. That's where you're going to get the restoration strategy. It's in the rest. Some of you, you just keep trying to run the race because you read the scripture in Hebrews. Let us run our race with endurance. Listen. Sometimes part of running in a race is taking a pit stop. Even the NASCAR drivers, they take a pit stop. Something blows, a tire blows, uh, something's wrong with the engine. They can't keep driving around that racetrack with a car that has a bad tire. They have to take a pit stop, a rest stop to get some things restored and repaired. So they can get back in the race. This is for so many of you today. Just take a deep breath. Just let God heal you. 
It doesn't mean that you're out of the race. You haven't forfeited. It just means that you have the wisdom to know when you need to slow down and gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and allow him to restore your soul. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Listen, I just heard that, Lord. I just heard the Lord say, for some of you, your breakthrough is on the other side of your rest. And many of you are thinking the breakthrough is on the other side of the war. And usually breakthrough is on the other side of the war. But for a lot of you, you've been warring and warring and warring and you've not seen breakthrough because you've not had the right strategy for war. So your breakthrough is on the other side of rest. Because when you rest in him, you'll get the right strategy. And when you go back out onto the battlefield, you'll win the war. And that long season of warfare will finally cease. And you'll be able to celebrate the victory of the Lord. Come on. Come on. Some of y'all need to write these things down and send them to me. I want to sw switch over into our prayer assignment today. I want to, I want to transition. Listen. If you're, if you're too tired to fight, let me fight for you. Just get an agreement. If you're too weary to war, just let me, let me do it for you. Just get an agreement. Agree with me. As we go into this next segment, this is why I'm here. I'm here to help you break through. I'm here to help you see how good God is in prayer through intercession. So if you're too weary, just rest, but just agree with your heart that God is good and the devil is a liar as I pray, okay? Some of you are just worn out and that's all right. God will restore you. Proverbs 16, 27. I was reading this today. Many times I read Proverbs like a devotional, not every day, but in many seasons when I feel like I really need to tap into that spirit of wisdom, I press into Proverbs. And of course, yesterday was the 16th. So I read Proverbs 16. I was reading Proverbs 16, 27, and this just struck my spirit. Listen. This verse just struck my spirit. Hear me. This verse leaped off the page at me. I said, whoa, listen, scoundrels create trouble and their words are a destructive blaze. Scoundrels create trouble and their words are a destructive blaze. Did you know there's some demons assigned to you to bring trouble in your life, to harass you? to harangue you, to hinder you. These are scoundrel spirits, scoundrel, troublemaking spirits, troublemaking scoundrel spirits. And their words are a destructive blaze. Their words are like a scorching fire. So Father, we thank you that an enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. And I thank you, Lord, that you expose to me these troublemaking scoundrel spirits that come to harass us, that come to steal, kill, and destroy, that come to take us off course, that come to waste our time. They cause trouble. They just cause trouble of all sorts. They twist the words of people. They twist our words to people. We didn't even say that. Yes, you did. You said this about me. No, I did not either. Yes, you did. These scoundrel spirits, troublemaking spirits, hindering communications, these spiritual crooks with their dastardly deeds, these demonic rascals, good for nothing, demon powers, mischief makers who come in our midst 
to cause trouble in our relationships, trouble on our job sites, trouble in our churches, trouble in our families, trouble in our minds. These creeping, cheating, reprobate spirits, these slithering scoundrels. Father, help us to see these demon powers as they are. They're no good for nothing. They're scoundrels. They're, they're miscreants. They're dastardly. They're wretched. Scallywags. Imps. Little minions. They're nothing compared to you. Their power is nothing compared to yours, God. So, Father, help us to see these scoundrel spirits. When trouble rises... Help us to see the demon that's instigating the trouble in our lives. When strife rises up in our relationships, help us to see the demon power, that little imp, that scoundrel that's stirring up the strife, that's causing communications to be twisted, that's causing perceptions to be skewed. Help us, Lord. When trouble arises on the workplace, help us, Lord, to see the root of it, the scoundrel that's behind it in the name of Jesus. When trouble rises up in our midst, help us, Lord, to stop just complaining about it and feeling bad about it. And I feel sorry about it. And I just don't know what to do about it. Help us, Lord, to remember who we are. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And these troublemaking scoundrel spirits have to bow to us in his name. These troublemaking scoundrel spirits have to bow to the Christ in us. They must bow. Help us, Lord, to stop saying, oh, I just had a bad day. Oh, so much trouble at work. Oh, so much trouble at school. Oh, so much trouble with my spouse. Oh, so much trouble in my house. Oh, so much trouble. When you got that much trouble, there's a demon on the, on the loose somewhere. When you got trouble all around you, you're dealing with a scoundrel troublemaking spirit. These character assassinators, these demonic rats, these little imps. So we take authority over every troublemaking scoundrel spirit now in Jesus name and the fire that they release. We return this destructive blaze. The enemy has brought into our life with double fire. We release the double fire on the destructive blaze of the enemy. We release scorching fire onto the fires from hell that have tried to invade our life. We release this double fire on the burning fire that the enemy tried to bring into our minds in Jesus name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are the God who answers by fire. Come on. You are the God who answers by fire. God answer our enemies in Jesus name. Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus. Let these troublemaking scoundrel spirits be scattered in the name of Jesus. Let these perverse spirits, these deceitful spirits, these worth, worthless demons be scattered in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. These wicked scoundrels, they want to dig up dirt on us. These wicked scoundrel spirits want to plant seeds in people's hearts about us so that they'll turn on us, so that they'll betray us. They spread slander about us 
these wicked, troublemaking, slandering, scoundrel spirits. God, we bind them in Jesus' name. We take authority over them in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. And we command these troublemaking, scoundrel spirits to cease and desist their operations now in the name of the Lord. We put a bench warrant out on you. We're going to track you down and find you and bind you wherever you're operating in our life. We might not see you right now, but we're going to see you soon because you always overplay your hand, your words like fire, starting fires in every area of our life, whispering vain imaginations to people about us, trying to cause trouble in our relationships, trouble on our job sites, trouble, 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 trouble everywhere. We bind these troublemaking spirits in the name of Jesus. We say trouble is not our portion. Difficulties are not our portion. Hindrances are not our portion. We bind all this in Jesus' name. We take authority over it in the name of Jesus. You burdensome spirits, we bind you. You agitating spirits, we break your powers over our life. You afflicting spirits, we command you to flee in Jesus' name. You irritating spirits, we say no mas, devil. We shall walk in the peace of God. We shall walk in the wisdom of God. We shall walk in the authority of God. We will not lose our peace. We will not lose our joy. We will not lose anything, but we're taking back what the devil stole in Jesus' name. We're confident in you, God. We're strong in you and the power of your might, God. No weapon of this troublemaking scoundrel spirit that's formed against us shall prosper, but it will boomerang back to the enemy's camp in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we burn up the enemy's plans. We drive these troublemaking scoundrel spirits up a wall and over the wall and out of our camp in Jesus' name. These sabotaging spirits, we break your powers in Jesus' name. We will not be upset. We will not be strained, saddened, plagued, or vexed by demon powers. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy unspeakable and full of glory is our portion. And I decree we are victorious that we are discerning these troublemaking scoundrel spirits once and for all, wherever they're hiding, expose yourself. Because a devil exposed is a devil defeated. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, God is good. Understand that. Or there's trouble all around you. There's trouble here. There's trouble there. There's trouble here. There's trouble there. There's a devil there somewhere. Or a person that's being influenced by a devil, which... Technically, it's still a devil. There's a devil in the mix somewhere. When there's trouble, 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 trouble. When there's gossip, slander, persecution. When you're getting all this attack against your mind about, come on, there's a devil on the loose somewhere. A devil exposed is a devil defeated. A devil exposed is a devil defeated. A devil exposed is a devil defeated. Well, how do you come up with all these little headlines and why do you call them scoundrel spirits? It's just a way to drive it home with you. The devil causes trouble. God brings solutions. The devil doesn't have any unique or original thoughts. God is a God of solutions. The devil makes trouble. 
God solves the trouble. He give us, give us authority over all of these demon powers. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.